Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. We're so glad to have you today on our podcast and, and to be able to share the Word of God. And, and I'm praying that this message of grace just, just brings a refreshing and a renewing and just a, a, a liberty into your life because I know that's what it's done in my life. Grace has really brought a liberty into my life for the fullness of God, the manifestation of God. And, and we don't have a lot of time on these podcasts, but we want to share a few nuggets with you that maybe can ignite you, encourage you today. Maybe you're driving or maybe you're sitting in a hotel room or maybe you're uh, sitting at home or maybe you're just sitting in the, or whatever you're doing in this beautiful day. But I want you to understand I want to go to Mark chapter 5, verse 25 through 34, and we're going to talk about a woman that everybody's heard and everybody's read about and everybody's read these scriptures, and we've heard sermon after sermon preached on them, but I want to come with a little bit of different light today, and I want to talk about the blessings of Jesus. Now, a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but she rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, now I want you to underline that, she heard about Jesus. She came behind him in the crowd and she touched his garment. And she said, If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thonging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing that what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Now I want you to understand this woman was a woman that was caught in sin because leprosy, bleeding, represented sin. And under the old covenant, you couldn't be out in public. You weren't supposed to be around anybody. You weren't supposed to touch anybody. She was not supposed to be in the city. She was not supposed to be doing any of those things. But she had heard about Jesus. In other words, she had heard about grace somewhere along the way. And she had heard about something other than what the law had taught. And, and we realized in Isaiah 64, verse 6, it says this, But we all like an unclean thing. And all our righteousness are like filthy rags. We all fade as a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. So I want you to understand, filthy rags here in Isaiah 64 represents a sanitary napkin. It's a woman that's going through her cycle, or maybe she's going through a, an issue in her life. But anytime you see woman in the, in the New Testament and in the Old, a lot of times it represents Israel or it represents the church. So I want you to get a little different picture of what this woman was actually like. This woman was representing the church and she was bleeding. So as long as the woman is bleeding, she can't give birth. She touched his garment, her bleeding stopped. She received righteousness as a gift when you see Jesus in his grace, he sees you in your faith. Now, if you remember in the Old Testament, you always would see his backside. But I want you to understand something. He wanted her to see his front because he told Moses, Moses said, I want to see you. And he said, you can't see me and live. On the Mount of Transfiguration, 1,500 years later, there's Jesus and Moses and Elijah standing on the Mount of Transfiguration. And there's Peter, James, and John standing at the foot of the Mount of Transfiguration. And he looks down, and, and Moses and Elijah and, and Jesus is there. And we understand what all those represent. 
and we understand the representation of it. But Peter, James, and John represents their names, represents the law that replaces, that, that, that grace that replaces the law. In other words, grace is there. John represents grace. James represents replacement. And, and Peter represents the law or the stone. So we see here that Moses is getting the law preached to him. He's looking into the face of Jesus because they're on the mount talking. Peter looks up and said, Lord, do you want us to build three tabernacles? And he said, no, you don't need the law or you don't need the prophet anymore. You just need me. Moses and Elijah disappeared. Grace was standing on the Mount of Transfiguration revealing. But Moses and Elijah got to see Peter, James, and John, which represents grace being replaced by the law. So they got to see his face. But this woman, she touched the hem of his garment. She had heard in Malachi that he's going to come with healing in his wings. He was walking with his tally. Once she touched the tally, he knew that virtue had gone out of him. He knew power had gone out of him. He knew somebody had touched him. But he wanted to turn around and face this woman face to face because when she could look in his face and see his grace, he could look in her face and see her faith. And he said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Now, if you notice, she didn't ask to be healed. She just touched the hem of his garment. She didn't even do anything. She didn't tell him she needed any healing. She, he just knew. He turned around and he called her daughter. He said, your faith, not my faith, but your faith has made you well. Go in peace. And we realize that immediately, immediately, she's healed. So I want you to understand something. Every time that Jesus looks you in the face and you're able to see his grace, he sees your faith. What a total representation of the power and the presence of the beauty of grace. Now, you know he was on the way to Jairus' house to heal his daughter. And he, but the church must be healed. If you notice, she'd been this way 12 years. The daughter is 12 years old at Jairus' house. Isn't it amazing that the church has got to be healed and stop bleeding before the young generation is going to be healed and delivered and come into the church with floods of glory. And the Bible said that he went to Jairus' house, got everybody out of the room but Jairus and his wife and the daughter and him and Peter, James, and John. There was only seven of them in the room. He said, he put his hand on her. He said, lad, rise up. She rose up and he said, now get her something to eat. In other words, what he was telling her is what she's been eating is killing her. The church is dying daily eating the law. We need to hear the marvelous message and the beauty of grace and see the revelation of who grace is. That is the beauty of grace.